0: Hey everybody, it's episode two hundred and five of PodQuest. Two oh five. It is Tuesday, July thirty first, twenty eighteen. Yeah, that sounds right. And I am Chris. With me is Walnut. Yeah. Just us tonight. Yeah. Uh Drew's not feeling well. So yeah,
1: he's he's being lame, I guess.
0: We'll allow it. Uh he'll probably be back next week, assuming he's feeling better. Yeah, hopefully. Um so, I guess do you want to jump right in the news? Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, d- d- so the first one will make no difference to you, but Saga is taking a year long break at least. I saw that. Um,
1: I know you're bummed out about it.
0: I am. So that book usually takes, um, three month hiatuses at the end of every six issue arc. I want I believe it is. Uh huh. So they do six issues. They take a three month break. They come back, they do six more issues. They've been doing that since the comic launched in 2012. Okay. Um, issue 54 just came out last Wednesday. And at the back of that, where they would normally have their letters, um, Brian K. Vaughan, who writes it, spelled it out that they were going to take at least a year off, maybe longer. Okay. Um, Which is a huge bummer. Like, both of them have a ton of other stuff they're doing. Um, the artist Fiona Staples has a lot of covers, and I believe she has a few other books that are maybe happening soon. They didn't say anything in the saga, but it said that she had some other work coming up yeah um and brian cave on he has a bunch of other books that he's writing um he he does a lot of tv stuff too like he was a writer on lost for a while i forget what seasons he worked on that um he also helped develop the show under the dome that was on i want to say cbs a few years ago Yeah. based on a stephen king book yeah so he does a lot outside of comics he does a lot of uh tv work but uh yeah that book just ended on like a real fucking downer too that sucks yeah like it was one of those like that comic is very good at having that last page be like, like a stomach drop moment. Yeah, like I, there was one issue very early on, probably in the first year and year or two of it, I would say, within less than issue twenty, I would say, um, where there's a character called Lion Cat. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like a blue, hairless, large cat. No, I've, um,
1: I don't really know much about this series, except it's ridiculous.
0: It, it's been in a lot of, like, of the promotional materials from it. Yeah. Um, But it looked like it died in the one issue. Like, it got blown out a of uh, an air patch in space. Okay. So, like, you just assume, like, oh, it's dead. And there was, you know, that happened on the last page, and then you had a month to wait. I think it was a month. That might have been the end of an arc. I don't remember that well. Yeah. But, like, they're very—that th- is kind of a—, a key part of that comic is those like kind of end of issue cliffhangers that really do leave you hanging and wanting to know what comes next. Yeah. And the last two issues have done that and now we have to wait a year before we actually see what happens.
1: Well I hope they blow your mind away.
0: Me too. Hopefully. Me Who too. Knows? I mean that, that book has very rarely had a bad issue. There have been points in time where I was a little less invested in the story than others but there's never just been like a oh you know that was that issue was whatever. Yeah. Like it it's it's always got a certain um certain like level of quality to it that yeah. you don't see for after 54 issues of something you don't often see that. Makes sense. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it coming back. I'm bummed that it's going to be gone for so long though.
1: Yeah, I mean it's that's a long long break but You've done it before Doctor Who. I'm sure you could do it with this.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Doctor Who's um, stuff doesn't end on, like, a real cliffhanger. Like, you no. know what I mean? Like, even when they're changing Doctors, you see the Doctor's transformation, and then there's not really, like, story, hang- like, cliffhangers. Especially yeah. not... So, like, by the time I got caught up, that was even more true.
1: Yeah, no, there's, there's really no cliffhangers last season.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, even before that, like... The season finale never really ended on a cliffhanger for, like, the next season. It just, because, I mean, that's just kind of the way BBC does stuff, I think. But this is one of those, like, it ended on a huge cliffhanger. Like, a huge emotional beat for the story. And then it's just gone for a year. And it was already only around once a month. Yeah. For 22 pages, so. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But it it will be back, and it's creator-owned, so it's not like you have to worry about, you know, the publisher canceling it. Yeah. The book sells well enough that it will, once they are ready to do it again, Image will continue to publish it for them. Yeah. Um. Let's see what's next. So, AMC renewed some shows. Yeah, they did. Uh, One of them, Better Call Saul, which okay. hasn't even debuted its new season yet. That's nuts. Um, The other one is Fear the Walking Dead. Really? Yeah, which I'm kind of surprised. I did not think that show was getting the ratings. I mean... Just, I don't hear anybody talking about it in any sort of positive way.
1: I've never, I've, I watched the first season.
0: And, like. It has not, like, Erica watches it. So, I mean, like, yes, there are people that watches it, but even she doesn't like it. Yeah. Like, she actually said at the end of, like, the mid-season, she's like, I don't know if I'm going to bother watching this when it comes back.
1: But it's, you know, it's, it's a time slot. It's a summer time slot, and that not a lot. There's not a lot of summer shows, so there may not be a big ratings for it, but it's probably still got pretty decent ratings.
0: I guess that's true. It's just, I, it's so weird, because it's not good. Like, it's not good at all. No, no. None of the characters are, are characters are interesting. They've literally, even the new characters they've introduced, anytime one of them was even, like, had a modicum of in- interest about them, they killed them. yeah. I'm pretty sure they, I mean, honestly, spoilers, I'm pretty sure they killed every new character they introduced this season, except for Morgan.
1: I'm not surprised.
0: And then almost every character from every other season. The only person left, I think, is the black guy and the daughter. Yeah. I'm pretty sure every other person is dead.
1: Sounds right. Yeah.
0: And even then, they fucked up the deaths by, like, they killed somebody. And, ra- and they did it in, in, like, typical Walking Dead, like, they made it kind of want to feel like it was a big deal. But then they proceeded to the next four episodes have flashbacks with that character in it. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to kill the character, fucking kill them. Because now that people are seeing them every week, it has zero impact.
1: Yeah, because you still see the character.
0: Yeah, because this the whole first half of the season was the present with like Morgan and some people. And then a flashback to, we're not really sure how long ago. Yeah. With like the group from the first three or four seasons... In, like, their little community that they had set up in, like, the years between where, like, season three and four left off. Yeah,
1: I I still think it's nuts that Morgan joined that cast because it's, like, such a long time difference to just jump them. It's ridiculous. And even on top of that, there's such a long time difference from Morgan leaving them to Morgan showing up with the other group. Yeah, no. Because how long does it take him to travel halfway across the country from... DC to I don't know were he kind of tennis? far
0: he kind of far gumped it he just kind of started running one day didn't stop
1: is that really what happens yeah like he just
0: oh right because that wasn't part of it Walking were... Dead that was yeah, part no. of You're the Walking Dead yeah yeah so the first episode if I remember correctly it's he um he moves into the the dumpster city yeah and everyone comes to check on him like Rick and Carol and like anyone you can think of that would actually have any sort of connection with him yeah um and i get and it was one of those things where like they didn't really do the any talking like they just kind of showed the characters interacting yeah and eventually he just kind of left he just like packed his shit up and started running Hmm. and like sometimes he was driving sometimes he was walking sometimes he was legit running yeah so
1: i mean it had to have taken him probably about a month or two
0: that was fucking creepy yeah richie's door just kind of blew open i must not have it must not have clicked when i closed it that's better Um, but yeah, he just, I don't know if it would have taken a month just because there's nobody else on the roads and,
1: but possible hazards and, and like herds and stuff like that.
0: But keep in mind, this is Morgan. So he, anytime he couldn't travel by road, he would have just beelined it in a straight line through like forest and all. And he, and he's pretty good about just avoiding anything or just quickly taking it out.
1: But he also didn't know where he was going.
0: No, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was just heading in a direction. Yeah. And
1: and where are they in uh, Fear?
0: I don't even know anymore. Are they Texas, in, like, Texas? maybe? So. I think they're back in the y- America.
1: Yeah, I think it was Texas, because everyone was saying that they were probably going to run into Eugene. Uh, well, they
0: had been in Mexico. Yeah. But I think they're back in Texas now. It, honestly, I have no idea. They're, like, the show's really bad, and I don't pay that much attention to it. Yeah. In fact, like, honestly, that first episode, maybe there was a bunch of talking, and I just fucking forgot. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's just, it's not good. It's not good, and I can't believe it's coming back for another season. Yeah, no. Um. So did you see who the, the Walking Dead villains are going to be next season?
1: The Whisperers.
0: Yep, fucking told you, bitch. I don't <laughs> like it. Why? They're just think it's
1: too out there for the show that they have.
0: So it depends how they do it. If they just do masks, it's not that bad. If they do the full body, then it's a little creepier. Or not even creepier, but... Then, yeah, that's a little much.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. I just think it's a little too much, but... I also am not happy with the show at all, currently, so... I'm just like, kill it. Kill it now before it gets worse.
0: I mean, like, if they do the Whisperers right, I think it could actually... Kind of, like, pull itself back together. Yeah. And I'm hoping... I'm hoping, however, the characters that are leaving, like, we know Andrew Lincoln's leaving and Lauren Cohan's leaving. Yeah. I think she's only supposed to be in, like, six episodes, too, is what I read.
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Um, She's probably going to be ahead
0: on a pike. Maybe. Uh, But, I mean, we we know there's a time skip. Yeah. And we know from the end of last season that nobody's real happy with Rick. Which
1: makes no sense that Jesus isn't happy with Rick, but, like... The rest of them kind of understand Jesus doesn't make any sense.
0: I mean, they just don't want Negan around. They want Negan But Jesus dumb.
1: was spouting the entire last episode. Jesus is like, forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. That's true. And then Rick brings it, like, doesn't kill Negan. And now Jesus is like, we gotta kill Negan. It's, it's the dumbest thing. I, I hate, like, those those character turnarounds like that just ruin it for me. And that's why I'm like, it just doesn't work anymore.
0: Yeah, you know, I never really, I never really thought about that. Yeah. But yeah, like, I, I, I hope that they can do something with the next season of it. I like that it's gonna be the Whispers, just cause I thought those were, those were an interesting villain after really just a lot of the same. Yeah. Like, the govern the governor and, uh, Negan, while very different in approaches to everything, it was really just communities run by psychopaths. Yeah, but they were normal communities. Like there yeah. wasn't anything really weird about them, other than like I mean, obviously the the governor had his weirdnesses, and so did Negan. I mean,
1: the Saviors were a mob, a mafia type yeah. company, like but like, and like, but Woodbury was an essentially a normal
0: yeah place. But f- the Whispers are fucking weird. Yeah, like rape is fine for them. And they just kind of live out in the open. They don't sleep in anything. They just kind of sleep wherever they're standing. Yeah. Or they, well, they lay down wherever they can and then go to sleep. So. Yeah. They, I think if they do that right, it could be actually really interesting.
1: And I hope it is, but like I said, I'm tired. I'm like done with the show.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I wasn't super thrilled with anything from last season either, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so. I, I, I messaged this to you last week. Chris Hardwick has been reinstated to Talking Dead.
1: Yeah, he's returning to Talking Dead.
0: Um he um, won't be hosting the the special that's either this week or next week. Yeah. Um that'll still be uh event Nicole Brown, but when it returns with Fear the Walking Dead like the week after or something like that, uh he will be the host again. Yeah.
1: Because they they're conducting I think based on the article you sent and I read they're conducting an investigation as well they're looking into it but like they did what i was saying disney does and everybody else does we're distancing ourselves from the issue we're gonna do an investigation and what comes of it we'll see
0: yeah and the the, in in their statement they worked with somebody they worked with a lawyer um then for what it's worth it looks like it was a female lawyer so yeah um there's that uh who has considerable experience in the area of what they were dealing with, and they did a comprehensive assessment to see, I guess, how how true any of the accusations were and if they could find any proof of any of it. Yeah. I have no idea what any of that entailed, but AMC decided that he is clear to work it for them again.
1: Yeah, and I'm not trying to, like, push down her claims or anything, but... There's a lot of like question marks in what she said and what he's saying and back and forth that we're getting from his like defensive arguments and everyone in support of him like some of this doesn't quite make sense.
0: I mean, I was I was very confused after TMZ released um some text messages between the two of them. Yeah. And it just I'm not saying he he was a good boyfriend or anything like that. No. But the messages that were sent, like, around when they broke up and why they broke up and all just seemed weird for somebody that would have been abusive the way she described to send. Yeah. That's why, like, I think, like, there's got to be truth in what she said somewhere because that stuff was too... It was too crazy to make up completely.
1: Oh, and absolutely. And, I I, like, I don't want to, like, discourage her or make anybody think that... I think everything she's saying is bullshit, but, like, I'm sure there is truth in there somewhere. And I'm sure, like, some of the things he might have said, he did say, or she claims she said he did say, and there's no excuse for saying this stuff, but in his stupid eyes, he, like, he, one of the things she brings up was when they, when she had to give up her child, because it was it was going to kill her if she were to keep this child. So he went to the hospital, and he stayed with her overnight, and he slept at the foot of the bed, and he was there with her, and the doctor comes in, her mom's there, he's there, and she's there, and according to her, the thing he says was, so when can I fuck her again, or something like that. Now, yeah, to everybody, every normal person, it's, well, you don't really say that, but to a comedian, and I'm not excusing what he said at all as an excuse, but to him at the time, he probably meant it as a coping yeah, he, he was trying to
0: cope with that sort of event yeah. with humor, and the humor and, was poorly timed.
1: And that's that, that's similar to what's go, what went on with James Gunn. He said some stupid things. He didn't mean it as a serious thing. It was just a stupid, terrible joke. But people took it the wrong way. And again, he shouldn't have said that stuff. Like, that's not something you say in a situation like that. It doesn't excuse it, but, like, it's just, that's, like... It's just, it's such a weird situation between him and her right now, and so I'm glad to see he's coming back, I'm glad to see that, in my eyes, AMC did the right thing by, like I said, stepping back, not officially firing him, all of his shows and everything, all of his uh, talking with are still recorded, and they're still in the vault, and they will release them, barring this is an appropriate thing. Like, yeah, they, they didn't just straight up say he's done and none of his stuffs ever going on air again.
0: Yeah, and because uh, it's one of those things, like I- until some sort of actual proof is out there, like nobody really knows yeah. what side of it was telling the truth. Yeah, but and and it's
1: hard to say what people are more angry about because the that whole essay had so many points of like like anger towards him with how he acted towards her, things he did to her, and then the blacklisting her.
0: But, which, the, the one thing I can say about the blacklisting, um, and again, I don't know anything ab- about it really, but apparently she was cheating on him with somebody that he had been working with, which in that case, I probably would have gotten her blacklisted too. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't excuse somebody for blacklisting somebody, but, but like, I, I, I mean, I, she I says get that one at least out she... of all the things that were done, like, that is the most kind of, human reaction to something like that yeah but she also says she has proof that he blacklisted her
1: and he's claimed that he didn't she has not released that proof that is something you need to release you know you don't need proof of everything else that's all he said she said but if you're going to say that this dude ruined your career by blacklisting you you need to show proof of that.
0: I mean, so, wh- as soon as you release something like she did, like, she should have just released the proof at the same time. Yeah, which... Because at that point, it really is just... It's tons of people on both sides. Because, like, if you look at... If if you go on Twitter and, like, search Chris Hardwick, it's just post after post of people either shitting on him or saying that he did nothing wrong. Yeah. And any time that Chloe posts anything on social media, it's people either commending her or shitting all over her. It's like Yeah. And it like right after sure she did it, it was a bunch of people either saying like, either calling her a liar or saying that Hardwick was a piece of shit. So Yeah, it's like it it's all it, I mean, it's between the two of them. Like they're the only two that really know what was going on. Yeah. Regardless of what some third-party bystander may have seen, but like until like honestly, like if if there's proof of it, then, yeah, he deserves to be fired. If there's no proof, though, like, you can't fire somebody just because somebody said they did mean things to them. Yeah. Like, that's kind of the shitty part. Like, it, if a, if other people came out and started saying that, like, if his wife was saying, oh, no, yeah, he's a shitty person, I don't want to be married to him, then, like, yeah, that's it, a totally different case when and, you have and, two people corroborating it.
1: And that's the thing. Like, we have one person saying this guy did this thing, And how many girlfriends and now a wife has he had in his life that I think other exes of his have come out and said he was a great boyfriend. I can't remember who it was, but another one of his exes came out and said, like, he treated her with the most respect. Like, and I'm just like, there's there's maybe something wrong there. There might be a major mental disconnect between the two.
0: Yeah, I just looked it up and it looks like some of his his exes have said that he didn't do anything to them yeah so.
1: and he was a sweetheart so
0: so who knows who, no- who like, knows who
1: knows <laughs> she might think she's right in what she did but maybe that's what happened in her head and that's the way she felt and that's not what he meant to do
0: yeah like the the and <laughs> eventually stuff it, if there's really proof eventually it'll come out yeah and at that point that's when everyone can actually like light the torches and get off the pitch force for real yeah um Going along in a similar vein, um, the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy put out a statement about James Gunn.
1: Yeah, they released a statement uh, 10 days later, 10 days after uh, he was fired, uh, saying that they waited 10 days for a reason.
0: Yeah, it gave them all time to like discuss and it and, 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 and think about yeah. everything and... Ev- Every main actor on there signed it. So you have Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, Zoe Saldana, Vin Diesel, uh, Sean Gunn, who is um he's one of the he's one of um the, the Reapers. Yeah, there you go. Um, he's one of the Reapers. He was. He also did all of the in person stuff for Rocket. Yeah. Um. Uh. Palm Klemtief. Uh, Karen Gillen Dave Batista and Michael Rooker
1: have you, did you see Palm's uh signature yeah it's the most ridiculous thing in the
0: world I love it um yeah so they I, I'm literally looking at it right now yeah so yeah they they all signed this and I think all of them actually shared it on different social medias yeah like um Chris Pratt in particular put something along the lines of I don't agree with what what he said years ago but I know that he's a good man, and I want to see him reinstated as director for Guardians Volume 3. Yeah. And, like, that was kind of the... That was the impression that all of them gave, is, like, James is a good guy, like, he said some stupid shit, he's since apologized for that stupid shit, he has not started any, like, ruckus over this, he's just kind of quietly, like, been letting it happen. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that and that's basically what the letter says too that they were shocked by his abrupt firing and they don't think that anything he said in the past should be held against him now so yeah whether that has any effect whatsoever who knows probably not because Disney is such a big corporation and all these actors are under contract like it's not like they can all just refuse to to work um at least i, I assume like be- I assume their contracts are written in such a way that they can't just, like, no, fuck you guys, we're not doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'd have to pay something if they were to do that. They'd have to pay a fine of some sort.
0: Yeah, and it, the fine is probably, and I'm sure Disney has their team of lawyers write these things up in such a way that it's better for the actor to just fucking grit their teeth and bear it yeah. than try and get out of it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so, like, good on them for, like, sticking up for somebody that, like, they are close to. Yeah. Uh, and I do hope to see James Gunn, like, get reinstated for the movie, because I think, I think he had a vision for these movies, and having them continue with that same person in charge, excuse me, makes sense.
1: Yeah, like, they need to continue on with what happened.
0: I mean, he's already turned in a draft of the script, so, if somebody else takes over, they obviously have that draft to work with, but, like, I don't know.
1: It's, it's not gonna be the same.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um. So, Kelsey Grammer is apparently looking to reboot Frasier.
1: I saw stuff on this. I didn't read any of it because I really didn't care about
0: Frasier. What? Everyone liked Frasier.
1: I. Di- I mean, I didn't.
0: I guess you were probably like you were probably just too young for it at the time. And I'm not, not like, an
1: intellectual. Like,
0: I mean, that is very true. That. But neither are you. I'm more so than you. There. I mean, and really, like that show was not an intellectual show.
1: Eh. Fifty fifty.
0: Um. I mean it was a spin off of Cheers. I know. But would and honestly I didn't think I didn't realize it until earlier when I was looking stuff up like Kelsey Grammer was in like his early 30s in Cheers. Really? Yeah.
1: He looked older. I know. He's he's always looked kind of older.
0: That's what the 80s did to people. Everyone in the 80s looked way older than they actually were.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um but apparently if this reboot happens, it'll happen outside of Seattle, which is where Fraser took place. Okay. Um And will prop would probably have a different cast outside, and with like Frazier being like the connective tissue between the two series. Whether that means like obviously some characters would have to show up. Like I think I think the guy that played the dad is still alive. I'm honestly not Uh, sure. he, He
1: he'd have to be like. 80s, 90s. Know, Betty
0: White's 96.
1: I know she's old.
0: Um, but the brother, like the the guy that played his brother, is still around. Yeah. So like, I'm sure there are plenty of characters that could be in it, especially like characters that are family. Like, yeah. why wouldn't they? Um, and I I didn't realize this. So that show was it. It aired on NBC just like Cheers did for like 11 years or something like that. Oh yeah, it had
1: a long run. I know that much. Like, oh yeah, was, 11 seasons. It was always on, but it, like. It could run forever, and I've considered watching it to fill in, like, my sitcom time, because yeah. it's got 11 seasons, like, that's... Because there's no more How I Met Your Mother or Scrubs on Netflix, I need to fill in that time somehow. Parks and, and Recreation. There's only so many times you can watch Parks and Recreations in a month before you have to watch something
0: Nope, else. you can just keep watching it.
1: I, I mean, I used to do that with, um, Top Gear, but that's not even on Netflix anymore,
0: so... Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it ran from 93 to 2004.
1: She said as... I didn't realize it was like... I, I thought maybe it started sooner. But yeah, that makes sense.
0: Because I think 93 is when Cheers ended, actually. I have no idea. I'm looking it up. Yep. Cheers ran from 82 to 93. Jeez. So they literally both ran for 11 seasons. Nice. Like, if if uh if Kelsey Grammer can squeeze out another series that runs for 11 seasons, like, good on him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's i mean what 11 seasons that's over 250 episodes
0: so it was the cheers ran for 275 including three double length episodes and a triple length finale okay um let me see if i can find fraser on here quickly uh, da, 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 da. fraser ran for 264 episodes
1: okay yeah maybe he can uh break that hurdle and get his 300
0: maybe like that would
1: be nice to see like him getting his 300th episode on a show I um, mean, he got 275 episodes. That's close. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's
0: you just need another season plus like just two another episodes. Season, like, well, uh, a season is 200 or is usually 24, 22 yeah. to 24.
1: So they would need a two. But if I don't know if they're considering the double length episodes as two di- different episodes or not. But if you consider the double and triple length episodes as that's true, that would probably be he would add two. He would be at 279 instead of 275.
0: Oh, I actually have a feeling that those double and triple length ones probably just count as, what, like, two or three episodes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I didn't realize that show was actually made by CBS.
1: I didn't know that either.
0: So CBS distributes it, and NBC aired it. So just because, so it might, if this happens, it might not happen on NBC. It may happen on a different network, or even like a Netflix. Okay. Kind of the way uh Fuller House got picked up by yeah. it. But it, it's kind of, it, it's a trend right now. I mean, this year alone, you had Will and Grace came back and Roseanne came back. Yeah. And both of them are continuing. Like, oh
1: yeah. Will and Grace got huge numbers.
0: Yeah. So that, that's going to, that'll be back next year. And then the reboot of the reboot for Roseanne is happening without Roseanne. Yeah. Which I assume that's still supposed to come out in the fall. I don't, I think because they got it done so quickly that like they're still on production schedule for it. At least the last I heard. I don't know. But so one more of these shows like not that surprising. Yeah. Uh I'm actually surprised that they haven't done Friends yet. I think it's uh, mostly because a lot of the actors don't want to do it.
1: When did Friends end?
0: 2004. Um just like Frasier. Not
1: yet. Friends will come back in uh let's see, 2004 it's 2018. Friends will come back in probably 5 or 6 years with all the kids, with the triplets, Phoebe's nieces and ne- niece and nephews. Uh um ross and uh rachel's daughter ross's son and
0: didn't she just write ross's son out of it at a certain point no
1: he was always in it even he, by the end of the series he always had a son it's just there were episodes he just didn't show
0: up okay anymore. for some reason i thought I, at a certain point in the series they just kind of nixed like not that they like wrote it so like he never had a son but that they just never brought the son up, son up or showed him again oh
1: uh after ross and rachel had their daughter There was, like, the episode after, like, she was born and they were in the hospital, uh, Ross's dad was like, oh, my first grandchild, I'm so happy, and Ross's like, I have a son. He's like, oh, right, yeah, 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 Benjamin. So, they, they just didn't, they, they wrote him off, but didn't write him off. Like, he was still there, but just not.
0: I never really watched a ton of Friends, because I didn't really like it. Yeah. But, uh.
1: But, yeah, I'm, I'm, my theory is, 20 years after the end of the series, they'll have a new series with all the kids
0: so i mean the only thing i can say to that is i know most of from what i've heard anyway most of the cast just doesn't want to do it like the original cast um so i guess that like doing that is possible yeah but uh i mean like you figure like fraser ended in 04 i think will and grace ended right around then too originally yeah i mean roseanne ended in the 90s and so did full house so those were the two sort of like bigger jumps uh, let's see. What was the original run for Will and Grace? Two thousand three. Okay. No, no. Sorry, two thousand six. Yeah, it had two. Wow. Oh four to oh six. It was actually aired in HD. Nice. Yeah, ten eighty i. Nice. Uh, it's all right. You want ten eighty I mean, Back then, it was nice.
1: But yeah, that's it's, it my... is still
0: aired in ten eighty i. So.
1: Yeah. That's my fan theory at least is that they'll bring it back at the 20 year anniversary with all the kids being the main cast because no one cares about the the, the regular cast anymore cuz they're no longer just friends, they're family. So, they'll have Friends redux with all the kids instead. Friendlier. Friendlier probably.
0: Um that that sh- I don't know if that show would be the same though.
1: I, it absolutely wouldn't be the same because the reason Friends was so big was because of the time that it was released in. Yeah. And, like, because it's the time between, like, like where, where there were no cell phones and you still, like, like, that's why it was so, like, popular is because people watch it and they could connect to it. And now people these days, they're not going to act like those friends did because I, I think there's a YouTube thing or just uh, yeah there's like what if friends were now what if friends had cell phones and uh, what if friends had current times and it's like oh my problems are i can't get in contact with my friend hey now i have a cell phone i can call you
0: yeah um anyway moving on you know that that Mowgli movie that andy circus was involved in the the jungle book the, the other live action jungle book yeah so that was supposed to come out in theaters in october okay Ah, uh, now it's going to premiere on Netflix next year instead. Interesting. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
1: Um, probably a good thing for them, a bad thing for everybody else.
0: I mean, it's a good thing for Netflix. You mean?
1: Well, uh, um, yeah, maybe. Like they can cut down on advertising and whatnot. That's a good thing for everybody except us, because it's probably a bad movie and no one's going to watch it. So,
0: yeah. I mean, it might not be a bad movie. Like Andy Circus makes good content, so yeah.
1: But is Andy Serkis every character in the movie? Yes. Okay.
0: No, he's not. Then. But there's a human child at the very least. Yeah. So. But I mean like he, even just stuff that he is involved with like directing and all tends to be solid at the very yeah. least. Um and when it comes to motion capture like he, there is a reason that he is like the consultant for every movie that does motion capture at this point. Yeah. Um he he is the guy when it comes to that. Uh, but yeah, so sometime in 2019, instead of in October, it'll be on Netflix. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that was weird. That's, and I mean, it's, it's got a cast. Um, Christian Bale, Kate Blanchett, Naomi Harris, Benedict Cumberbatch, and others.
1: I mean, Netflix has some really good content on there. So, I'm not saying it's a bad, I'm not, like, it could be a great movie. Netflix but...
0: doesn't have a lot of great movies, though.
1: I, yeah, they do fall a little short with great movies. I mean, I mean I've mean, i seen a few that were Netflix ones that were pretty good. Uh, Like, uh, what was that? I can't even remember the name of the movie that I watched a couple weeks ago.
0: Tau? Yeah, Tau. one that had like a
1: 12 on Rotten Tomatoes? No, that was that didn't have that low of a score on Rotten Tomatoes, did it? Yeah, it did. No, it was a different one that had a low score on Rotten Tomatoes. That was uh, How It Ends had a 12 on Rotten Tomatoes. Tau was doing pretty decent, if I remember correctly.
0: I think you're wrong.
1: How It Ends had, like, a 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. I remember that.
0: It's T-A-U, right? Yeah. And it it involved, like, a a triangle with, like, an eye in it? Yeah. It's got a 20% on Rotten Tomato. That's stupid. That was a good movie. 51% audience score, but that's still Rotten Popcorn. Good movie. I don't know. I think you just have bad taste in movies.
1: Uh, no. (laughs) People just have bad taste in movies. I have good taste.
0: Episode 9 has had its cast announced.
1: Yeah, I saw that. It's... Pretty much everyone you had expected.
0: Um, but, so, some of the, the I don't know, surprises, quote-unquote, yeah. like, like air quotes. Uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah. So, he'll be back in some form, whether it's a flashback or a force ghost, who knows. Or both. Maybe he's not even dead. <laughs> maybe he just, maybe he learned how to teleport and he just can't bring his cloak with him. That. Could possibly happen. <laughs> like he, he force projected himself across the universe so hard that his physical body just moved. Yeah. Um uh Billy D. Williams, we we already had heard, is gonna be back as Lando, which is exciting. Yeah. Uh and then they're going to be using unused footage of Carrie Fisher which, from Force Awakens.
1: Which is going to be interesting. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I, I'm interested to see how they
0: do it. So it'll probably be cut. They'll probably take a couple of scenes and cut them in just the right way to make it work for what they're doing the good part is like they're getting to write the script around that yeah or they got to write the script around that yeah right?
1: they already have the scenes so they know what they need to do to write it around and yeah, so, work it all together
0: so she she didn't pass away in the middle of filming or like just before filming began yeah so it, it is in a situation where they then have to just try and figure it out yeah like, they got to write the story knowing that like she was not going to be able to reprise the role yeah and found a way to still include the character in the movie,
1: which I mean, you kind of had to. You had to still include her in it somehow, cause...
0: yeah. And apparently, they they actually got her daughter, Billy Lord's approval, yeah, before doing it. Oh, I know, or blessing, like, I should say. I
1: think she helped some of the um like re re recording of some of her stuff in the in the last one as well in the last Jedi. I think she helped a little bit, not much.
0: I mean, she's been in both movies. Yeah,
1: she's she's the blonde-haired girl that works, I think, directly with Princess Aya.
0: Yeah, I believe so. Because I don't know if she had it in Last Jedi, but in Force Awakens, she had the buns. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so, and they also had, like, uh, Carrie Russell is going to be in it, which I think we had talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm excited to see Billy D. Williams back.
1: Yeah, that's going to be great.
0: Like, Lando's always been, like, a cool character in that universe, and Billy D. Williams is literally just a cool character. Yeah. <laughs> so, Spider-Man, PS4. Yeah. It's gone gold. Awesome. I mean, that means nothing anymore. I know. But Insomniac made a big deal of it. You know the, uh, you know the meme where it's, um, the old Spider-Man sitting behind the desk? Yeah. And it's it's usually, like, one of those, like, I don't give a fuck memes? Yeah. Um, they, they did that, but they did it with, in, in engine. With okay. like their modeled Spider Man with like the white suit and everything like that. And just had him sitting behind the desk when they, for the announcement of them going gold. Nice. So like, good on Insomniac for knowing how the internet works. We're
1: gonna have to check that out.
0: Uh, it's, it's exciting though, cause at least that means that outside of patches, the, the Game Pass cert with Sony. Yeah. Which easier for a, Technically, first party game since it, like Insomniac is not a first party studio, but this is a first party game. I believe is how it's working. Yeah. Um. So it's a little easier for them to pass cert. Like they don't have. They probably don't have to jump through as many hoops. But like that certification process is brutal, and that at least means that it is a playable game <laughs> with all of the stuff that it needs to be a playable game. Yeah. Uh. Doesn't mean things won't be broken. Doesn't mean there won't be a big day one patch. But at least, at, at least we have a game.
1: Yeah, and that game's looking to be better and better every time I see something. Yeah, so
0: definitely. Um, so I don't know if you remember back at E three during the Xbox thing, um, Phil Spencer mentioned that they were working on on their next gen hardware. Yeah, um, and it's rumored to be called the Scarlet, or like the I mean the, the project name. The, the project name is Scarlet. Yeah. or at least that's what people are thinking it's called. Uh, some other information has been leaked, and it looks like it might actually be two different pieces of hardware. Interesting. There may be a traditional console, like all the other Xboxes have been, but there also may be a streaming box that's separate from that uh, hmm. for that that streaming service that okay not Game Pass, but for the actual streaming service that they were talking about during that E3 presentation. Yeah. Um. the The rumors are that it's actually going to be more expensive than your standard consoles are right now. So maybe it'll be more in line with like where the X the what, Xbox One X is. Yeah. Which is most likely to to have a beefy enough system to kind of offset some of the latency issues you're going to have inherently from streaming a game. Okay. At least streaming, especially because they they're going to want to stream current gen stuff. They're not going to want to stream, you know, original Xbox games. Yeah. So it's like I know Sony makes do I think with PS Now, which isn't great. But it's all... I believe PS Now is all PS2 and older. Maybe PS3 games are available on there. But I don't think there's anything PS4 up on it. So...
1: I have no idea. I don't have PS Now. I don't look into it.
0: Nobody does. <laughs> yeah. Like, every every so often somebody signs up for a uh, trial of it and then immediately cancels because it's garbage. Yeah. But the, um, the, the, po- the potential rumored name for this whole thing is going to be Scarlet Cloud. Okay. Um... Which, I mean, will never actually be no, the name. No, it's not going
1: to be the Xbox Scarlet
0: Cloud. It's or, I mean, like, the, the system itself just won't be the Xbox Scarlet. No. But it looks like Microsoft, if, if these rumors are true anyway, is hoping to make their money through, like, subscription service rather than necessarily through hardware. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's how Sony does, too. Like, they're ma- they're making more money off of the game sales than the hardware sales. Yeah. Uh, so, hopefully, if that's the case, the hardware can be as cheap as it can be, without them obviously losing money on it. Yeah. But. That's neat. I mean, it doesn't, other than the streaming aspect, it doesn't sound like it would be all that different from the Xbox One's initial vision. Uh, I forget what podcast I was listening to, but one of the podcasts, they were talking that Microsoft was just kind of a little too ahead of itself with, with their original vision for the Xbox One, and they did a poor job of marketing it. Yeah. Because, like, now, you know, five years later, people are far more inclined to accept something that is, you know, digital-only or primarily digital with an always-online mentality. Yeah. Obviously not everybody, because there's still parts of the country that just don't have reliable internet for that sort of stuff. Yeah, But...
1: I mean, that's the problem with that stuff in general, is not even just the country, but around the world, there's places that yeah, just I, have, like, all of Australia has shitty internet.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I said in the country, I I didn't mean internationally. Yeah. Like, like I, and actually that, so I remember, it was What's Good Games, is the podcast we'll to, they'll talk about it. One of the, the girls that were on this week, she is from Australia. Yeah. And she was saying that, like, when she goes home to visit her family, it takes, like, days to upload a short YouTube video. Yeah because the internet is so bad there.
1: Yeah, it's terrible there.
0: Uh but yeah, so that's that's interesting and I'm I'm curious to see what what if any of this ends up being true.
1: Uh, yeah, I we'll just have to like hold on to our butts.
0: Yeah. I'm all for, like, trying streaming stuff and for buying digital games. I don't know that I would want to buy a console that is streaming only, though.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not big on getting streaming stuff. I'd rather own things because I like looking at my bookshelf or something and being like, well, this one, I want to play this, and, like, picking out and putting it in there and playing it. But I'm also, at the same time, I'm lazy. One of the main reasons why I started playing no man's skies because i didn't want to get up and take out the disc and put in the other disc and then come tomorrow night or tonight i don't know when take out that disc and put in the old disc it's
0: stop just, buying physical games just buy digital problem but, solved but
1: i like having physical physical why like i said so i can i can physically see it on my bookshelf so go through and here's
0: what you do ready buy them digitally spend 20 bucks Buy a box of DVDs, of DVD cases, or Blu-ray cases in this case. You can go online and print out the box art for free. Make your own cases to put on the wall so you can see what games there are, but you don't have to get up. You can just go onto the PlayStation and play them.
1: But you see, I'd probably still have to get up and figure it out. Something. Like, I'd have to get up and look through... Or
0: get an app. Get an app to um, categorize all your games. That's what I have. But
1: that again, like... It's just different. It's weird. I'm weird. I, like... That's like, just, you're that's literally weird. looking
0: at reasons to not play different games. That's what you're doing right now.
1: No, it's... I'm literally,
0: like... I'm not saying, like... You're giving me excuses so that all you can ever play is Monster Hunter.
1: No, I'm... I'm just saying that sometimes when I don't want to... Like, when I don't know what to play, I'd like to be able to look at it all in a row and not have to scroll through a page. Like, I like it all in front of me. I'm weird. Like that. I just... I'm weird. And I, like... Having so much things on a little screen just messes with my eyes. I mean, you can also
0: just go into the console and go to your games and sort it by whatever you want and see everything.
1: I have so many games in there because of the free stuff that I get lost. I do. I get lost in how many games I have on my library that I can play. But I'd have to install it and shit like that.
0: But, I mean, you'd have to do that with a disc anyway, too.
1: Yeah, but if I have a disc, usually it's already installed.
0: Yeah, only if it's in the console, though.
1: No, I mean, I'm saying, like... I've probably played enough games out of the discs that I oh, own uh, that it's already been installed yeah, but so I don't uninstall if, stuff.
0: If you start just buying your stuff digitally, it'll also be installed.
1: Yeah. And at that point, if you're buying it
0: digitally and like you're sitting at work, you're like, oh man, I really want to play such and such when I get home. You can literally download it from your office. Yeah, I know.
1: I'm just weird. Like I
0: did that with No Man's Sky. After I realized the update came out, I was sitting at work and I went onto the, the site on my phone and downloaded it and it was ready to go when I got home. Yeah. Uh, I'm just weird. Anyway, Portal Two writer rejoins uh Valve. Okay. That's the headline anyway. Um Jay Pinkerton, he left Valve last year the year before? Last year. Yeah, it was last year. Um he he was um the writer for Portal two, Left For Dead the whole Left For Dead series and Team Fortress Team Fortress two? Yeah, Team Fortress two. Yes. Not Half Life. Yeah, the the yeah, that that's it. Portal two, Team Fortress two, Left For Dead. Okay. He was a writer for those. Um He's back at Valve now. Um I don't know if that means that they're going to be doing a sequel to one of those.
1: I mean, a new Portal would be awesome. A new Left 4 Dead would be awesome.
0: But here's the problem. Both of them are, already have two games, and Valve don't do triples.
1: I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> so, it's going to be Left for Portal. It's going to be a Portal-Left for Dead crossover, and it's going to be its own IP, and it's not going to be a sequel to either either of the others, and they're going to get two of those. Where you're running around shooting portals into zombies that are then sucking in other zombies into the portals and dropping
0: yeah, I'm. the one good thing is, like, this is pointing in the direction that Valve is going to start doing games again. Yeah. Uh, which is something Gabe Newell said late last year, early this year, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, so, I mean, that's cool, because like, Valve has made... Some really great, really influential games in the past. Yeah, I mean Half Life, like that. Yeah, that is one of the most influential first-person shooters ever. It is. So
1: I've I go back to it and play it every once in a while too. Like even now, I'll I'll go back and play it.
0: I have never been a Half Life fan, so like I've never really played either of them, but or any of them, I should say, because there were those weird episodes that they only did two of. Also, yeah. Um, but you know, like Counter Strike and Portal. Stuff like that, like they were great. Yeah, I I I did try to play Half Life Two a few times, but I was never good with PC controls for first person any, really for anything. I'm I'm not good at controlling something with the mouse and keyboard.
1: Like W to move around, and this.
0: Look, I understand. I just it's I don't like it. It doesn't feel good for one. Like, and you also have to remember, like I I did not kind of warm up to first person shooters until the last few years.
1: I know. know, Prior to
0: that, I really didn't like that genre at all.
1: I've like I've always loved first persons on the PC. I just I've like whenever I had PCs, like they were decent enough to play them. But just like my PC is now too old to play any of the new stuff, so I'm not even gonna bother with it.
0: I didn't mind first person shooters when it was only the X axis. Yeah, like when you can only really go left and right, I was better. As soon as you add the up and down to it, though, and then also spinning, I just I lose track too easily.
1: Well, maybe you shouldn't lose track. Yeah,
0: I it I mean it's just it it's me it doesn't bother me cuz i don't i like that's why i don't have a gaming pc cuz i don't like playing games on a pc yeah <laughs> um, but yeah like i would i would really like to see another portal game or yeah i know people loved left for dead like left even for- one of those would be good
1: oh uh, left for dead was such I- an awesome concept I-,
0: I doubt we'll ever see another half-life oh,
1: we never will see another half-life like people will done. keep
0: claiming that it's coming but <laughs> i would
1: love it if it came
0: it's so i forget if, i again i don't remember where i heard this or saw this or read this it's got to be over a year ago now. Somebody made a, made a really good point. The first two Half-Life games did things that revolutionized gaming. Yeah. An, a third Half-Life isn't going to do that until there is something that can be revolutionized. Yeah. Which, like, VR, maybe, if if Valve can, like, knock out, like, a truly immersive, workable VR for Half-Life. Yeah. That could be very cool. But, like, even... Resident Evil 7 worked in VR fairly well, but not well enough that it was, you know, groundbreaking. Yeah. But yeah, so I we will see what comes of, you know, him being back at Valve. Yeah. And that was actually all the news.
1: That's it.
0: Unless you had anything.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think I had anything.
0: Well, good. I'm glad. Awesome. Let's take a quick break. Yeah, that sounds good. And we'll be right back. All right. And we're back. Hey. So, what have you been up to?
1: Oh, you know, stuff and things. Um, it was actually a fairly busy week for me, like gaming-wise, I guess. Um, I decided to take at least the week off of Monster Hunter. Thank
0: fucking. Well, God.
1: it's because um, they, I, the past week and a half, more like two weeks-ish or so. But I haven't been playing more video games. I've just been watching more stuff. But it's because. Like, they had their summer festival. I got everything out of it that I could. Couldn't get really much anything else out of it. And then the week, the new weekly stuff came out on, uh, Thursday and Friday last week. And they're not worth doing. So, like, the Friday is the weekly quests, like the, the, um, uh, what's it called? Investigations, which I can get done by next Friday and get the rewards for them. And then the, um, Thursday was the weekly event quests, which you can do multiple times throughout the week. And they're just not worth doing. So, I'm just like, eh, I can, I can just relax and chill. So, I didn't really do a lot of monster hunter, but I did catch a Mewtwo on, on Pokemon Go.
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah, I, um, I went out a couple weeks ago to Red Bank and we played for a little bit and there was a Lugia raid. So, we did the Lugia raid. We caught the Lugia, surprisingly. And I got an invite for, uh, EX for extra expert, I guess, an EX raid pass for, Mewtwo at uh, Red Bank Battlefield. This was on Thursday last week. I get into work and I I'm keeping track on time and everything because from what I hear these raids start as soon as the egg hatches. So there'll be a forty five minute an hour counter at, with a silver egg. Once that egg hatches, everybody's already there waiting to do this quest. So I work in Mount Laurel. I have to go to Red Bank. It's a twenty five minute drive. I get an hour long lunch. I took it. And I drove down, so I left at, I think the rate was at 1 o'clock, I left at 12.35, drove down to Red Bank, I get there, and everyone's already there waiting, I have like 3 minutes left to spare, and we're all just standing there just talking and like, catching things and doing our thing. As soon as Mewtwo hatches, some stupid kid's like, hey guys, let's team up, because when you're doing raids based on your team and how many people of your team are in that raid, you get more chances of catching Mewtwo. Everyone's like, "Dude, why didn't you bring this up five minutes ago when we were all here? Let's just fight the thing." I'm like, "Yeah, I I can't chill much longer than what I'm doing now, so I'm just getting going into a thing." So I go into a thing, battled Mewtwo, I caught a Mewtwo, and I have another e- expert pass, EX pass for this Friday. So
0: I have two questions. Sure. First one actually about the game. Okay. When you say you battled Mewtwo, is there any actual battle, or are you just throwing Pokeballs hoping? To no, catch them? it's a battle. It's a raid. I've you have you, to remember, I stopped playing Pokemon Go two weeks after it came out.
1: And you have to remember, I've talked about raids before on this.
0: I, it's just like Monster Hunter. It's in one it's, ear, out the other.
1: You, you, so up to twenty people per fight. You get six Pokemon. It's a gym battle, but with with people against one Pokemon. Okay. And so up to twenty people per fight. You go in but there, but you were
0: fighting by yourself.
1: I'm fighting with twenty people against mutants. You
0: just weren't on a team with twenty people.
1: No, we're, I'm on a team with twenty people, but it's twenty people that are instinct, valor, and mystics.
0: Okay, so if you were to team up with your with actual all team, instincts,
1: I would have more catch chance. So you higher catch. So rate you were
0: team. just randomly assigned a group. You didn't yeah, actually go I just, in with. I a just group.
1: jumped into a group. Okay, and so yeah, you sit there and you battle through. And for raid, for raids, it's um, you get a certain amount of time. So I think it's like under three
0: minutes so i i thought that the raid fights were against like other stuff and then if you beat the raid you then just got a chance to throw pokeballs at the yeah yeah so you're not fighting a mewtwo then no i was fighting a Mewtwo. okay so i thought it was against like whatever the gym pokemon was
1: no, no. and then
0: you just throw pokeballs at the
1: no it's so i if uh, it's it's after eight o'clock so i don't think there's any raids going on right now But if there's any raids going on I can show you. Like I've seen I've seen
0: what the raids look like from far away.
1: It's there's there's one big Pokemon there and it could be anything from a Magikarp to um whatever legendary is going on, which right now is Registeel. And so you go in with up to twenty other people and you fight Registeel or Magikarp or whoever is there. You fight him, if you get him down to zero health before the timer runs out, you get a chance to catch him based on you usually get five Pokeballs from the start, and they're Premier Balls, the white and red balls. So you get five of those from the start, then how well you did, you get a couple of bonus, how many of your teammates were on your team, you get bonus, any friends that you were with, you get a bonus, and if the gym was your color or not, you get a bonus. And based on that, you then go and you fight, you, you go and you try to capture, uh, yeah, there's no rates. you try to capture with just the Premier Balls. So you, I think the most chances I've gotten were 11. The least I've gotten were five. Okay. And you get... You can use your berries, so they have golden raspberries, which are better than the regular raspberries, which makes it better chances of catching it. And you just... At that point, it's just throwing Pokeballs at Mewtwo and trying to catch it.
0: Okay. So, other question. Okay. If it's 25 minutes both ways... Uh-huh. ...and you get an hour lunch... Uh-huh. Did you really just spend 10 minutes there and then drive back? I'd... Or were you late? Oh, I
1: was... I... It's about 23 to 30 minutes based on traffic. I got there in 23 minutes. I fight the poke, I fight Mewtwo, and I leave. I book it out there. As soon as I catch Mewtwo, I start walking to my car. So I was there for maybe 5 minutes tops. 5 to 7 minutes tops, and I booked it back to work. On my way back, I used my phone to order Chick-fil-A, so I can just go into Chick-fil-A, grab lunch, and go into work. But my stupid ass, a, I order to pick up through drive-thru instead of pick up in there. So, it's 1 o'clock. At you had to wait F- in line. I had to wait in line. So, it was pointless for me to even order online. And number two, I ordered from the wrong Chick-fil-A. So, I ended up having to cancel my order and go into work. I was eight minutes late coming back from work. Okay,
0: it. that's not so bad, then. No, it's
1: not too bad at all.
0: Did like, you not get a lunch, though?
1: I didn't get to eat lunch. So, I mean, I I had apples and I had lunch at work, but my supervisor doesn't like me eating at my desk. Eating... Full meals, quotes. Full meals at my desk, so I couldn't sit there and eat spaghetti at my desk, but I could have eaten like a sandwich or something. Oh, okay, but I was happy. I well, was like, congratulations I, on was your liter- I was literally shaking because I was like, it, I I was risking a lot going to get this Mewtwo because it's a long drive and catching a Mewtwo and driving twenty minutes. If I missed, if I didn't catch this Mewtwo, I would have been super upset. But I happen to have another Mewtwo raid on Friday, so hopefully I get a second one. And I was talking to Shawhead, I'm like, Hey, you want a Mewtwo for your birthday? He's like, Sure. And I'm like, Great, we just have to be next to each other and have eighty thousand stardust each so I can trade it to you. Jesus. Yeah. It's ridiculous how to how to trade. Um
0: I thought you could trade long distances.
1: I think you have to be pretty close. I don't think I thought I you mean, just had
0: to be friends.
1: I don't know. I haven't tried to trade with anybody. But I'm- they've they've incorporated Lucky Pokemon, which like if you've had a Pokemon for a long time and you trade it it could turn lucky from the trade and that just means that it's takes less stardust and candy to power it up the more powerful it gets
0: yeah i am based on what i've seen other people saying online i don't think you need to be close to somebody to trade okay i i think I, as long as they're on your friends list you can trade with them
1: i thought i heard her like i thought i heard somebody say like 100 feet or something
0: I like could, that i could not enti- be entirely wrong but At the same time, like, I don't think the game is smart enough to know how close you are to somebody.
1: Uh, I don't want a friend box. Hold on. trying to find
0: somebody. Okay. Yeah, it looks
1: like you can only trade with friends who are nearby.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you could just trade with people.
1: No, you have to be nearby. I think it's within 100 feet.
0: Um, but other than Pokemon Go, what else have you been up to?
1: Um, I actually started watching Girl Meets World, and I'm almost done watching Girl Meets World.
0: It's not a bad show. It's not. I'm upset that it's only 3 seasons. It had its it it had some episodes that were far better than others. Oh yeah. Like the when they went to the camp in like season 2, the the ranch. Yeah. Like that was like a like a good like story-driven section of the show. Yeah. But then like there's a lot of other stuff where they're like mostly one-offs and they just don't really work.
1: Oh, their their airing order is so wacky on Netflix. I just watched the Christmas episode or no, I just watched the Halloween episode three episodes after the Christmas episode.
0: So, that show aired very strangely, because it aired on Disney. Yeah. So, it did not run just, here's 22 episodes over 22 weeks. It was, here's an episode in September, our next episode is in March. Okay. So, part of that is actually how just how it aired. Yeah, because... Like, there I mean, were there was, weird gaps. There
1: <laughs> were, like, a few episodes in episode one, or season one, where... They should have been over two episodes prior. Like the ep that one of the episodes was the season finale. But then there were still like two more episodes. It's just it's so weird, but it's not a bad show. And I do wish that like they continued on with it. Maybe if like Netflix picked it up or something like that I for mean, another it's season. It's been over,
0: I think, for like a couple years That's,
1: now. No, it only ended last year, if not twenty sixteen.
0: Yeah, I thought it was twenty sixteen. Oh no, it was twenty seventeen.
1: Yeah. Look at that. Like I like it was it was a little like Riley is a little too dumb for the show, especially for her parents being her parents. I I'm shocked that she's that dumb. It's almost as if she should be one of Eric's children instead. But
0: No, but she is very much Corey.
1: Oh, she's absolutely Corey. She's a hundred percent Corey.
0: And I think if the show could have gone on, um, she would have actually probably matured a lot the way Corey did, where like he got goofier as the show went on. Yeah. Um, but then, like, by the time, like, this happened, he was, like, he's a mostly responsible adult. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it it's a shame that the show didn't yeah. play longer. And, I mean, it was a little too Disney at times, but, oh, to, actually, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the page right now um after four months of searching for a viable network on may 3rd 2017 co-creator jacobs confirmed that he was unable to come to an agreement with any outlet to continue the show thus effectively ending the series oh so, so they
1: did try to find additional networks to air yeah it. like and it, the thing is like i was reading why it got um taken down it was because uh, it wasn't getting the child views it was more of a show for like more adults and teenagers watched it than the children did, and they wanted more children to watch it than teens and adults. Yeah, but it's like teens and adults are like, this is my childhood. Like,
0: well, do you understand why though? Like, do you understand why they wanted the younger demographic?
1: Well, it was. It's absolutely a younger show. Like, it's, no, no,
0: that has nothing to do with it. It's advertising. It aired on Disney. Yeah. At like eight o'clock, all of the commercials were things geared towards children. You know, eight to twelve. Yeah. Or maybe maybe even a little older than that. Like maybe like thirteen to fourteen. Yeah. Um adults and older teens none of that stuff appealed to them and disney channel is not going to get advertising for things yeah. that would appeal to them yeah so they were effectively hemorrhaging money yeah by making that show
1: yeah i mean it makes sense but it was just like it was it was a pretty good show and i'm sure if they, they could have brought it further like it would have gotten better like this the story arc where Maya turned into Riley. I was like, that's a little ridiculous. But I mean, I guess I can see how that could actually happen. And I th- like honestly, the episodes I hated the most were the Halloween episodes.
0: Oh yeah, those were always the worst.
1: They were just boring and stupid and just had nothing to do with anything cuz they were supernatural and I was like, I don't like that. But I do love that um the woman in season 1, uh she was uh owner of Rand Enterprises.
0: Oh, I see what you're doing yeah. there.
1: And I was like, is this part of the MCU? Are they in Marvel territory now? Um, but yeah, it's, it's an enjoyable show. Um, and, uh, besides that, and lastly, I guess, um, I played some No Man's Sky. I went back after their new update and I played No Man's Sky to see how it was. And I don't really know all the new updates that they had in this most recent patch. I know they've added a ton of stuff. I went back and played it after they added base building and the freighters. But I don't really know what they've done over the past, what, year and a half since then?
0: Yeah, I, they've done stuff.
1: Or It's actually probably... Yeah, it's been about a year... It's been two years since launch, I think. It's been about a year and a half since... Uh, they did the freighters and things like that. I know they added multiplayer aspects to it where you can actually run into people now. There's a third person run around mode, which I don't really like using it that much. I'd rather be first person, but you can be third person in the ship, which is neat. And that's something to play around with. I started playing on survival mode. Fuck, that's hard. Like, it's like, it's the most ridiculously hard thing I've ever experienced in my life. I start off, because I start a new character, I started off on a frigid ice planet, and so immediately, I I was losing warmth, I was losing life support, and I didn't know what was going on, because they have this whole intro game sequence, and I had nowhere to hide to warm up, so I needed to, like, rush and figure things out, and they're, like, they're trying to teach you, like, you have to build this, you have to build that, you have to get these, and I'm like, I don't remember how to do any of this, and I'm dying every five
0: minutes. I mean, I don't... So, I I didn't do survival, so I don't know if the, if it was a little different there, but, like, the game walked me through building everything. Oh, yeah, it did, but
1: it walked me through building everything, but I had more of a countdown to whether
0: or not I was gonna survive. So, like, just, like, just for comparison, I did not play on survival. I played just on normal. Yeah. Um, The planet that I first woke up on on, when I started a new game was um, severely hot. Yes. So I was constantly losing um, life support and the the heat thing kept going down. Yeah. I found one cave I was able to sneak into, but it was still 400 whatever away from my ship. Yeah. So I had to run to the ship out in the heat and I got there basically just before I died. Yeah. Um, Got into the ship and like... I I probably still had like 3 quarters of my life support left but my health I had run out of heat re- heat shielding so my health was just slowly decreasing. Yeah. Um and then I just kept jumping into the ship, seeing what it needed me to do, jumping out, running around the area to collect what I needed, jumping back in the ship to make it. Yeah. Um it was it was a lot of back and forth and then I got to the point where I don't know if did you have to fix like the 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 takeoff portion of your ship and like the ion drive, I think. Yeah. So did you, you had to make a fabricator probably, right? To do something. And then did you have to travel to get some sort of seal? Yeah. Yeah. I had to do all that. Okay. So it's the exact same steps, just on a different planet. Yeah. How far away was the place you had to go to get the seal? Do you remember? Um, pretty far. Yeah. Mine was over a thousand like paces or whatever that measure of distance was. Uh And I hit a, uh, a storm. On the way, like a heat storm. So you know how like it shows you the arrows for like how quickly your shit's going down. Yeah. And like normally, like if it's just really hot or really cold, it's like one, maybe two going down. Um, this was three, and it was going down, and it was like blinking really quickly.
1: Oh yeah, I had I had that too. That was nuts. Yeah, like, it was nuts.
0: I got lucky. I had I hit a somewhere between like my ship and where that like settlement was. I found a random crate that had life support gel. Yeah. And I had harvested just enough of the stuff you needed to make more life support gel that I was able to keep fixing my life support. Yeah. But man.
1: Oh, I, I had that similar issue. I was, uh, running towards to get this, the thing that you need to use in the fabricator to make the pure, uh, patricide or whatever it is. And, like, it started a, an intense ice and snowstorm. I got to the settlement and in one of the buildings in just enough time before, like, I would have died. And my life support was still low. Like, it's ridiculous how fast life support drops in survival mode, and I don't really know, like, I don't remember having to worry that much about life support when I first played the game.
0: I think that's one of the things that they changed up. Cause I don't remember, I don't remember life support being that big of a deal either. I remember health being there. Yeah. But I think that is one of the things that they changed some.
1: Like, I feel like, in the original game, the life support system, you could charge it with more. Yeah. And this one is oxygen or life support gel or one other element that's only common on frigid um, areas. But I was also, I played that game a lot when it first came out. I had almost a full suit. So I was upgrading left and right and getting all this shit. I had an awesome gun that just like had homing lasers and stuff like that. It was, I, I was set. The only thing I had was a weak ship. And so I just needed to keep finding more ships to increase those.
0: Yeah, I never... I remember you and Eric were finding, like, crashed ships. I never found crashed ships to take. There's, um...
1: The, the In order to do that, you need to find the beacons. And there was a certain thing to search for. And it would point you towards oh. a crash sh- crashed ship. And that's what we would do. Con- I think it's like search for distress signal. And it would either be... Like, one of the settlement buildings that were all destroyed or it
0: would be a crash ship. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never, yeah. I never realized that.
1: Yeah. It's, I, Eric had everything. He had max everything in that game. And I was like, that's, that's nuts, but it, it was a fun game in the original run. I just, like, I wanted more of a challenge because there wasn't really that much of a challenge in the original game.
0: And survival, there is one. <laughs> and survival,
1: there is a huge one. I ended up, before you showed up, I ended up, Being able to get off the planet that I didn't think I was going to be able to get off of, fly to a space station, I bought 20 uh, life support gels and a bunch of oxygen just so that I have it just in case. Nice. But I, right now the stupid thing is I'm running around with the life support gel. If I die, it's all gone. And my ship can only hold five per slot. So I need to like increase my ship capacity to be able to put more of the life support gels in there. So, for now, I just got to keep an eye out and make sure I don't die and lose my 30 life support gels.
0: Yeah. I, um... I will... pro. So, I have the same problem with the game that I had before. I don't like flying. Like, the flying doesn't feel good. Yeah. Um, and that's what that's what I wanted that game to do. Like, I yeah. want it to fly around space. And it just doesn't... Like, it's not fun to fly around. Like, the flying is honestly the worst part about that game. Uh so like i i still want to mess around a little bit i want to see what the um unlimited building mode is like like how much you can really like just build in that game yeah i want to i want to expand on some of the tools a little bit like i want to get that terrain tool and everything um because i hadn't gotten that yeah uh but i probably i'm not going to put the amount of time that i put into the original release unless something really really hits me uh but i I definitely want to see a little bit more of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I pl- messed around with the freighters and the uh, uh, base building, it was kind of fun because it gave you more quests and things to branch out to do. But it was also confusing at the same time because you could eventually lose your ship if you teleported wrong and you never went back to your ship. Like, y- you can keep teleporting back and forth from your base to a space station. But you might be able to actually lose all that stuff if you go, like... I don't know, it was weird, but I think at one point I did lose my ship, and I had to figure out how to get back to the space station, which was three galaxies away. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Because that's that's how, like, you build a base on one planet, and that base obviously doesn't move. But, like I said, you, there's teleporters that you can keep going in and out of to go back to that base and expand it more. Yeah. So just, you have to make sure you pick a planet that you want to build on that you want to keep going back to.
0: Yeah, I mean... I am not a big, like, base building person. Yeah. Like, I don't enjoy that aspect. That's why I never got into any of the Sims games or any of that sort yeah. of stuff. Like, uh, but I just want to see kind of what the tools are like and yeah. mess with it a little bit.
1: Yeah, and it's it's pretty neat. It was interesting uh, from what I remember. Uh, I, I need to get further into it. And, like, I lost time. To- like, even complaining about all the deaths and the survival mode, I... I lost time playing it. Like, I sat there and I, I was like, I'll play for like an hour or two. I ended up playing for like three or four, I think. Because it, it ended up being two o'clock in the morning all out of nowhere. And I'm like, fuck, this sucked. And I went
0: to bed. Yeah, I think I played for maybe an hour and a half or so. Yeah. Like, maybe closer to two. Like, I did all like, the running around on the planet, which took forever. Yeah. Um, To get the ship. And then I flew around a little bit. Uh, messed around with some of the freighters that were in space. Yeah. It's like I was saying to you. Like, there's a lot more people on the freighters than I remember there being before. Yeah, on
1: the space stations before it was two yeah, sides. Stations, there sorry. was two sides. One side was two was a shop and uh, two people. The other side you couldn't get into until you found your first traveler uh thing. And yeah, there's a lot more people now, and there's they're trying to build up the like you could have a a uh, good or bad reputation with each race. And they're trying to build up reasoning for that now by, if you don't have a good ra- good standing with the Corvox, you can't shop some of their shops. You can only shop the intergalactic shop.
0: Yeah, like, so, like, the one I went to, I happened to talk to a person who, even though I don't understand any of their language... It's like, I think they want my multi-tool. Should I give them the multi-tool? And I gave them the multi-tool and then he handed me back a better one. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's subjectively better. Like, a bunch of the components are broken and I need to go, like, salvage things to fix them. Yeah. But it's got, it's like three times the size of the ones you, ones you start, start yeah. with as far as, like, slots go. And it went from, like, a D to a B or something like that. Yeah. So, like, it's an upgrade, and all of the stuff I already had working on there still works. Yeah. So.
1: But yeah, I'm, uh, gonna get back more into that game that's, I believe, on Monster Hunter Behemoth comes out tonight or tomorrow, so I'm going to be playing that for a while, but after that, I'm gonna be playing some more No Man's Sky and maybe getting back into other games.
0: I fucking hope so.
1: Jesus. Maybe. I don't know.
0: I really like Monster Hunter. Play something different so you have something to talk about, though.
1: Uh, We'll see what happens after this weekend. I have a birthday coming up. I don't know what people are getting me yet.
0: I mean, listen, people got you games you never played them.
1: I mean, I played some.
0: You never played on um uh
1: Sunset Overdrive. I haven't even turned on my Xbox One though. So I know.
0: Turn on your Xbox One. Let's I mean, spend I got, a week updating.
1: I got that for Christmas, and I had time occupied with something else from Christmas till Monster Hunter, and then I played a shit ton of Monster Hunter.
0: Too much Monster Hunter. No, there's not too enough much. Monster Hunter.
1: Um, anything else? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much been my week. It's, there's a couple of movies on Netflix that I want to watch. Uh, Extinction looks really cool. And, uh, there was an anime one that looks really neat. So maybe.
0: Did you know the live action Metal Alchemist is on Netflix?
1: Yeah, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago.
0: Oh, that's right. You did. I thought I had heard about it somewhere when I saw it on Netflix. And I'm like, I forgot this was on here. I remember hearing about it. I forgot it was you that had talked about that. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch it? or did Yeah, you... I watched it. That's right.
1: Why don't you go back and listen to this podcast called, uh, PodQuest?
0: Look, uh, you talk about Monster Hunter too much. I just started phasing everything out. Um, See, that's what sucks
1: about you. No, I,
0: I do remember you talking about it now. It was long enough ago to have forgotten. Yeah. The same way you forget when I tell you things. So. I don't always forget. You do usually. Not as much as you do. Eh, that's debatable. But I, it does, uh, I, again, because I forgot that it, it was on there, I saw that and I'm just like. I forgot this was a thing, and then like it dawned on me, like, oh no, no, no! I remember this being a thing now. Oh, I watched yeah. the trailer, and that trailer does not make that look very good. It wasn't bad. I re- I do remember you you not having complaints about it. Now that like, like I, you it, jogged my memory,
1: I I I feel like I need to rewatch um, Full Metal uh, Brotherhood because that's what it's what it seems like it's mostly based off of,
0: which is the the manga for the most part. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. The, the guy that plays Ed looks way too old. Um, yeah. Like, Al in the suit, like, the, the suit of armor looks very, yeah. um, consistent with how it should. Yeah. But I don't know, just something about it. It just, it didn't look great.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I, like, the look of it doesn't look great, but it sticks pretty tightly to the story. It, ha- it, it flows pretty decently. My biggest complaint was there was no scar in it, but as far as we know right now, like... There, there is a sequel to it. At least one sequel.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that.
1: Um, it's already been filmed, uh, and I think been released as well. It's just not on Netflix yet. Um, it, it's, Scar could be in it because they had the dog, and she's still alive. They brought her in. I don't think she ever died yet.
0: Oh God, they did that in that movie.
1: Yeah, they did that. We and so it's. It seems like they could still bring in Scar. i just. I you just. I just gotta wait for it for for now.
0: Wow. Well, that. It has a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. It was released in Japan by Warner Brothers in December of last year. Oh, wow. So it's actually a fairly... I, for some reason, I thought it was older than that.
1: No, it's pretty recent. Pretty new.
0: So in July of 2017, they said that a sequel was in development. Okay. But like nothing has actually been done yet. Um. Oh, yeah. Look at that. There's Nina and there's her dad. So this is so really it was like the first like four episodes of Brotherhood.
1: Um, no, like they do Hughes' death.
0: Okay, so that's weird. Yeah. Well, because like I like I'm just looking at it and I see Father Cornello, which that's episode two. Yeah. Um, Nina and Tucker are episode four. Yeah. And Hughes dies on episode ten. Yeah. We literally just watched them. That's how yeah, I, yeah. I know them. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, they go through Hughes' death, and then there's a scene. I don't know how far into uh, Brotherhood this is, but like they they're trying to track down uh the different laboratories, and the one that they go is where they did human transmutation at, and they find that was
0: all- before Hughes dies.
1: Yeah, they do that after Hughes or during Hughes' death.
0: Yeah, no, that's like so. In in Brotherhood, it's let's say episode seven and eight. Are that um like them in the in the labs fighting the the other two people that have been bonded to suits of armor? Yeah. Or three people technically cuz the one guy is two.
1: They didn't have those two. Um but they did they did go into the warehouse but it was empty and Ed and Alf ended up like fighting each other.
0: Cause... Okay. So they do that Ed gets fucked up he goes to the hospital. You have like the two episodes of him in the hospital where like Winry comes to um Fixes auto mail because it broke because she forgot a screw in it. Yeah. Um. And like the the episode after they get he gets out of the hospital, they get on a train to go to their old teacher. And it's the episode where they're on the train is where Hughes gets killed. So like they're literally talking about like getting him a present for like being a good friend. Yeah. While they're having a funeral for him.
1: Yeah. And it was um was it, uh, yeah I. I can't, I can't, I have to rewatch Brotherhood, because I was,
0: even Erica, during the the funeral scene, she's sitting there, she's like, really? They're gonna do this? Really? Yeah. Because it's, that's the scene where, like, the little girl is just like, mommy, why are they burying daddy? Yeah. He said he has work to do. Yeah. It's, it's such
1: a powerful anime. Um, Um, yeah, I think,
0: I think we're up to, like, episode 11 or 12. We finished the first, um, the first, like, set on Netflix. Like, they're broken up, not by season, but, like, there's, like, six or seven, like, sets of episodes. Yeah. And I want to say they're all, like, 11 or 12 each.
1: Was there a point where they go into this room and the, uh, the priest dude, the father what's his name, is down there working with, I believe, Envy, uh, Envy, Gluttony, and, um, I think, I think it's Sloth No, not Sloth. Lust? Uh, Lust. Envy, Lust, and uh, gluttony in this one
0: so that I mean that is episode two like he is technically working with them
1: when, but then when it they, happens w- again later when on. when they
0: flash back to him again he is dead I believe and envy is portraying him
1: yeah okay um and there's oh no it was a general that's right there was a general that he's there there's just a big room as a bunch of philosopher stones in this room. That they used, that they turned humans into, and they used these phosphor stones to, like, pretty much animate zombies. Uh.
0: That has not happened yet. Okay. And I don't remember that happening in Brotherhood at all either.
1: Uh, it might. I can't fully remember.
0: Um, other than, than, I mean, we watched some more Brotherhood. Um, we also went last week, uh, I think I mentioned it at the end of last week's episode. We went and saw Princess Mononoke in the theater. Yeah. Which that was cool. Um, that movie's a little longer than I remembered it oh, being. Yeah. But like, it's a good movie it's like a two hour and ten minute movie yeah and there it, it it is very good um there is it definitely doesn't need to be that long though There is some stuff that does not need to be there
1: yeah i mean um
0: but like even i want to say that movie came out in like ninety seven or something like that like that movie still looks incredible and it still plays really well um and it that was i don't know if the, if it's still the case, but all those studio Ghibli movies yeah, i think are still um distributed in America by Disney. They are. I believe they um, are. So they tend to get really high production like voice casts and stuff they like do. that when they dub yeah. it, which is cool. Um, it's like Billy Bob Thornton's in it and Claire Danes. Yeah. Uh, I also realized while watching it, because it, it's been a long time since since I really sat down and watched it, um, it is basically the adult version of Ferngully.
1: I don't think I've ever watched... I don't remember Fern Gully.
0: How do you not remember Fern Gully? I don't... It's, it's the movie with Tim Curry as sludge and Robin Williams as a bat.
1: Yeah, I don't uh, um, I vaguely remember it if anything.
0: So I don't remember the characters' names, but you had the one her name was like Krista, I think. Um she was like a fairy in the forest. And she um saves this dude who's there to cut down trees. Like he's like a uh he works in like a foresting company uh from something, but it by saving him she shrinks him down to her size they go on, like, this adventure to find out why they shouldn't destroy the rainforest. And, um, the, the, like, big monster is, like, this, like, smog cloud that's voiced by Tim Curry.
1: Yeah, I vaguely remember, if anything, like...
0: It's, it's not just... a great movie, but it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, and it, it's very much an environmental, like, hey, kids, don't kill the rainforest. And Princess Mononoke is very much a, hey, ki- hey kids and adults, stop fucking up nature with your industrialization and wars. Yeah. Um, but still, really good movie.
1: It was. It really was.
0: Um, I'm going to check and see if there's any more like good ones that I'd want to sit through in the theater coming up because I think they they're doing that through September or they're doing
1: all the Ghibli movies. So no, they're not.
0: They're not doing all of them. There are so many. Like they're doing the big ones and a lot of the Miyazaki ones, but I think they they're doing maybe a dozen altogether out of the I don't know hundred Studio Ghibli films there are.
1: Um. Yeah, I can't remember. Studio
0: Ghibli Fest. Um, like, I know um, Castle in the Sky was one of them. I know they did Spirited Away. Yeah, so it's... Yeah, it's 12 movies. So it's Ponyo, Pompoko, My Neighbor Totoro, The Cat Returns, Princess Mononoke, Spirited Away, Porco Rosso, Grave of the Fireflies, and Castle in the Sky. So, yeah. So it doesn't have... Like, you don't have um House Moving Castle, Kiki's Delivery Service, which those are... Uh,
1: thought i saw that they were on it no i can't remember but i'm I'm looking at the list right now it is a lot of the big ones and they usually do it every year fathom events does it with uh like every every couple of weeks or like once a month they'll do it do a different movie
0: yeah like i might um i might try and go see spirited away in october
1: okay that'd be worth watching
0: yeah spirited away is a really good one i actually um how's moving castle is probably one of my favorites and uh Kiki's Delivery Service is actually really good, too.
1: I don't think I've ever seen Kiki's.
0: It's just... It's kind of like... Just like a sweet movie for the most part. Yeah. Like, she's a witch in training. She works at a bakery. Yeah. Like, the food in it looks really good. She makes like a fish cake or something like that. I forget what exa- exactly it is. Um, But yeah, so I saw that. Um, We ended up watching the entire new season of Orange is the New Black between Friday and Sunday. Okay. Um, That show... So that show's never been bad, but it was getting a little kind of, kind of by the numbers, I guess would be the best way to put it. Like yeah. every season was just more the same stuff in the same place. Uh, this season, they, they changed it up drastically because they, they're all, they all got moved to actual, like real prison. Like okay. they were in like a, have you, do you ever watch any of it?
1: I've never watched any of it.
0: You would actually like it. You, that's something that you should start watching. Okay. Um, I think this was season six. So six times 13 is how many episodes it is. Um,
1: 70, 78.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, so this season, like, their minimum security prison got shut down. Okay. And they all got moved to, like, a maximum security prison, where, like, people are there for murder and shit, rather than, like, drug charges and, like, assault. Yeah. And, like, tax evasion. Yeah. Uh, so, like, they're, and actually, um, you watched Last Man Standing, like, off and on. The, the second oldest, like, the oldest daughter, but the second actress. Yeah. to play her um she's in it as a convict okay um she plays like a real bitchy convict too okay but it it was like this breath of fresh air into the like the series that like it was never bad but it was just you know like i didn't know how much more they could really do in the same place um and like unfortunately like the worst part of of the whole season is the character that it's supposed to be like about like um the piper is the character's name in the show i can't remember what the actress's name is and it's not the like the actress is doing a bad job she's doing a great job her character just sucks yeah like she's not likable you're not rooting for her at all like a lot of these other inmates like you're rooting for them like there's one girl that's actually on trial for a murder she didn't commit and the whole time you're just like she needs to get off like this isn't fair this is bullshit she didn't do anything wrong yeah Um, and, like, had it been the blonde, it's, like, no, fucking lock her up and throw away the key. Like, put her in solitary confinement for the rest of her life. She's a shitty person and doesn't deserve to, like, walk with humans. Um, (laughs) but, yeah, that, it it was a really good season, and it, it had a really good ending. Like, it was simultaneously sad and uplifting. Okay. Which is weird, but, like, I, it kind of, it's what happens when you have, like, an ensemble cast like that, where... Some characters had a happy ending. Some characters didn't have such a happy ending. Yeah, um, and I think that main character actually might not be a main character anymore after some of the stuff they did this season. Like, I think she might be like regulated to like secondary. Interesting. So, like, how much do you know about? The I show? just
1: know it's like based off of a book of somebody who went to jail or something. Yeah, I, so, I really don't know much, and so I've the, never really been interested in it. Like,
0: so this- yeah, like so this woman went to prison for real. She wrote a book about it. Um, She was only in jail for a year. Yeah. I'm assuming she was in jail for what the character in the show was, which was like, she like smuggled drugs once. Or like drug money. Like she didn't... She did something bad, but she didn't do anything, like, bad, bad. And this yeah. was, like, a decade prior to that even happening that she did this. She was, like, in college still and got, like, just wrapped up in the with the wrong people at the wrong time and helped out somebody that she thought was, like, a friend. And, like, years later, she actually just, like, turns herself in. Okay. Um, for, like, reasons. And so, like, the first five seasons are kind of, like, life in this prison. But it's always, like, small chunks because she's only in prison for a year. So I think, like, season two, it's spring, and then this season six, they're just passing Halloween. Okay. So I remember, specifically, there was a Mother's Day weekend, and then they talked about Halloween this time. So it's been, like, six months or so. Okay. Uh But it's, like, it's got such an interesting cast of characters, and, like, some of them you fucking hate, and some of them you love, and other ones you sort of, like... You start out not liking them, and then they grow on you over time. And some people die, and some people you wish would die, but they don't. And it's just—it's a really well done show.
1: Okay, yeah. I'll, I mean, I've been
0: told I have to watch it and check it out. It's—it's uh, it's just you were literally just saying you don't have anything to watch on Netflix. Like, even if you watched one episode a day for that.
1: No, uh, that's—it's not that I don't have anything to watch on Netflix. It's I don't—I don't generally sit down and watch sitcoms. Like, I—I I put sitcoms on to go to bed or something like that. Oh, okay. So like that's I'm running out of sitcoms to watch because I've watched them all so many times and all all the ones that I want to watch aren't on Netflix anymore.
0: Okay, that that makes more sense then. But okay. either way like I, I I honestly do think you'd enjoy the show. Uh the first season's not the first season's really good but like it is a little bit of a slow burn at first just because it's one of those one of those Netflix shows. Like yeah. That's how a lot of them start out. Like they're a little bit of a slow burn but once you kind of like get a few episodes in, you're kind of just in all the way. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, we also though we started watching after we finished that up, uh a show called The Magicians. I heard of that
1: show. That was on
0: uh It's sci-fi. on Sci-Fi. It yeah. still is. I think they they got renewed for a third season that's I guess later this year or next year or something. Yeah. Um we watched I want to say 3 or 4 episodes of it. It's an interesting show. I don't know. I I'm not entirely sure how interesting yet, but they kind of take Harry Potter and mix it with any of those, just like AMC shows. Yeah, Um it's there. There is literally a college to teach you magic.
1: Yeah, I I wanted to watch it. I very, I was very interested in it when I actually had cable. I wanted to watch it as it aired, but never got around to it. I knew it was on Netflix.
0: Though. Yeah, the first two seasons are, which I think is all that's actually out right now. Yeah, but yeah, it's like th- there is a college to get your graduate's degree in magic. And the main character gets invited to take like the entrance exam. Like, there was no prior magical training. Um, apparently people, if you try hard enough, anyone can do a little magic. It's just knowing how to do it is the hard part. Yeah. But people that actually have the aptitude for it can do like really cool stuff. Okay. Like one girl can bend light so like she can make herself invisible the way the invisible woman can without like really trying. Yeah. Another kid can teleport. Right? Nice. Yeah, um, and they all have, like, their, their focuses, so, like, depending on, like, what your power skew more towards, that's what they'll give you for a focus. The main kid just doesn't have a focus yet, um, and okay. ki- I say kid, he's in his 20s. Yeah. He's not older, because it's, a, it's a graduate program, like, technically he went to a normal college, and then got brought into this one. Yeah. And then, like, so you have that half, where they're literally at this magic school, and it's in upstate New York, like the fucking X-Men, um... But, like, you can't just find it. You need to know where it's at to get there or be, like, invited through magical means. And then there's, um, there's this other group that's, like, the Renegades that, like, they're doing magic off the grid. And they're, like, a an underground unit of magicians. Nice. And even if the school doesn't want you, they'll still teach you how to do magic if you try hard enough. <laughs> but they seem to be a little, like, on the shady side. Like, their leader definitely seems like she's up to something. Yeah. Um...
1: And then what's gonna happen is it's gonna turn the opposite way and it's the school's on the shady side and they're actually trying to protect the world from the school.
0: I won't I don't know if that's gonna be it or not, but in the first episode the, the main guy asks like the headmaster during like his like admissions, he's like, Like are you like training me to like take over the world? And the guy's like Well no, like that's not part of our curriculum, but if you're done and you wanna give it a shot, like fucking go for it. Yeah. Like we're not gonna stop you. I mean yeah. we might stop you, but like <laughs> you do you, buddy. Um it's just, it's weird and contemporary, but fantasy at the same time. So, yeah. Okay. I didn't really know what I was getting into when we started it, but so far it's been kind of cool. Nice. Um, cool. And the only other thing I have is, uh, I, the, the, I got the Mega Man X collection on Switch. Bo- okay. Well, both of them. Yeah. Because it's, uh um, Mega Man X collection one and Mega Man X collection two. Yeah. Which, uh, or L- legacy collection. Yeah. Uh, one is one through four, two is four, is five through eight. So it's four games each with like the challenge modes and stuff like that on there. Um, I am passable at Mega Man. Like, I can play a Mega Man and I can figure out the patterns and get through them. Like, I, I can beat Mega Man 2 without really trying too hard. Like, I can beat Quick Man's level without using the, the level, not the boss, without using the, t- the time power. Yeah. Um, I am fucking atrocious at Mega Man X, though. I've Holy never, crap.
1: I've never thought to use the time power on Quick Man's level.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know when I you're don't, falling? I don't need it. That's like the normal thing. Like, when you're f- doing that thing where you have to fall like exactly as you need to, people freeze it so that they can get through it. But then you're putting yourself in a bad spot to take on Quick Man. Because yeah. Quick Man's not... He's not impossible to beat without it, but it's just so much easier to just freeze him and let him and lose half his, half, half his health. Take down half his health, yeah. Um, especially if you get to him with full health, because then you just kind of have to, like, blast away, and you shouldn't yeah. have any problem. Uh, but yeah, I am really bad at Mega Man X. I, I, apparently, like, Mega Man X is harder. Like, without a doubt, is yeah, it, it yeah. is a harder game in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, I got it for Switch. The playing in handheld mode does not feel good. At all. No. Between the D-pad sucking and the buttons being laid out wrong... Like, cause the buttons aren't skewed at all. Like, I want to say the, and it's not even so much skewed, but like the way you hold that, the buttons are just up and like they're like a PlayStation controller. It's top, yeah. bottom, left, right. I want to say when you're holding the classic controller, they're they're sideways a little bit more, kind of like the Super Nintendo the, controller.
1: The the controller itself is yeah. built differently. So
0: the default button config is I want to say it's Y is shoot, B is jump, A is dash. Doing any sort of combination with dash is just uncomfortable playing in handheld mode. Like, it's, it's very hard to hold a charge shot and dash at the same time without accidentally jumping also. Or trying to hold a charge shot and do the dash jump so that, like, you clear, like, bigger pits. Yeah. It's, like, I, I used to do it all the time on a Super Nintendo controller with child hands. So I know it's not the size of the controller or anything. It's just the buttons just, and the way that you hold the Switch in handheld mode just does not feel good at all. Yeah, um, I mean, and,
1: it's, I've never, like, any time I played the Mega Man X games, I never really worried about the charge jumps. Uh, so, like, I also always played a Zero whenever I had him, which was, like...
0: Well, I don't think you can play a Zero till X4. Yeah. And then like, he's not in X... Well, he's in X5, but he's not a playable in X5. Because um, X5 is the one where you actually have Zero's sword. Yeah. Because he's, like, suspected dead. dead. Yeah. But, so, I... Th- I don't remember... At a certain point, you can actually do the um, the dash in the air also. In X1, you can't. You
1: need to get the boots. I have the
0: boots. The boots don't let you do it in the air. They just let you do it on the ground. If you hit the dash while you're jumping, it actually brings you to the ground quicker.
1: Then you probably need to get something else in X1.
0: I'm actually pretty sure they just didn't have it in X1. You remember, X1 is from, like, 1993? Yeah. And it was on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but I got... so. That game was hard enough, and I am bad enough at it that I had to swap it to easy mode to get past a mini boss. You're a bitch. Um, I spent three days trying to beat this fucking boss. I actually went back, I beat other stages. Like, I literally went through and I beat bosses in other stages out of order without, like, the proper weapons, but could not beat this fucking mini boss.
1: I think you just suck at video games.
0: Um, I, the... I
1: mean, it's been something we've been saying for years.
0: It's, it just proves it now. I don't know. Let's, let's see you do it. Alright, bring it over. I'll bring it over next week. We'll see if you can beat Spark Mandrill stage. Yeah, bring on, it over. On normal. Bring it over on Friday. After I'm
1: drinking. Or Saturday.
0: I was gonna say Friday.
1: Bring it over Saturday while I'm drinking. I'll beat it. On
0: normal. I doubt that. Have you ever played Mega Man X 1? Uh, I don't think so. Um, Yeah, th- there's this fucking mini-boss on... I want to say it's Spark Mandrill stage. Where he's like this blob that's on the ceiling. And he like comes down and he bounces. And he shoots stuff out that sticks you to the floor. And he has a... um. Like a, a lightning shot that he hits on the ground. Um, as soon as before I'm even in the room, he has already thrown stuff on the ground to stick me in place. So I, cause I even looked up. I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Am I supposed to be using like a like a different weapon on him or something like that? And they literally just say, well, run into the room and immediately jump up the wall. And you can't because he's already thrown his sticky stuff on the floor before I'm even in the room all the way. Uh, but it's just like it's this really shitty setup, and it was it was. I went and I did a bunch of the other bosses. I think I, I cleared three other bosses and then went back to that level and just cannot, could not beat that fucking blob. I, so I, I put it on the, on the, the rookie mode or whatever they're calling it in there. Got through it no problem. Like, then I, I was able to set it back and I went through the rest of the level no problem. But like, fuck, that thing is complicated. Yeah, I mean. And I actually, um, Papa's been streaming them. Like, I think he just finished X4 today. Um, and I've watched them in the morning while he's been playing and, like, I've, wa- I've seen him play, like, the old Mega Man games, and he just fucking flies through them. And even on these, like, he runs into fucking parts every once in a while where he's, like, dying repeatedly. Yeah. It's like, well, at least I'm not the only one that dies a lot in this game.
1: I mean, that's part of Mega Man, is to die a lot. You learn the patterns.
0: But you stuff. know what it is? Like, I don't know, something about X is less pattern-y and more, I don't want to say more skill-based, because you... It's, both of them are skill based. Like, you, you need to know how to do stuff in Mega Man. Yeah. To avoid things. Just like in like old Mario Brothers, you need to know when to, when you can jump based on like your hitbox and all. And I know like Mega Man's the same way. Like, there are certain times where like hitboxes make a big difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that, that one fucking mini boss. Just unbearable. You just suck. Says the guy who had to play Devil May Cry on easy mode.
1: Look, I, I I remember it being the hardest game in all existence.
0: Um, play Playman X. We'll see if you still think that.
1: Oh, I I'm telling you, bring it over on Sunday or Saturday. I can't every get Every time away. you
0: said this, you've said a different day of the I, week. I
1: can't. I'm so out of it today. It's ridiculous. But bring it over Saturday, and uh, I'm only just logging on to HQ just so I can get my streak. I don't really care about playing.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. It, the collection isn't that different from the the regular Mega Man collection, Legacy yeah. collection. My only, so, there's no save states in it, the way um, the uh, the other Legacy collection lets you. Which, I don't really mind not having save states, like, I, it's not a big deal if you can't save in the middle of a level. It's like a nice feature if you can't, like, play a whole level through, you don't have to start it over, but, like, it's not the end of the world if you have to start a Mega Man level over, they're not that long. Yeah. Especially want like if you if you know your way through it and you know like what to avoid, like it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Um but like even the, the SNES classic has x X1 on it and you can do a save state on that. But like my problem is like the actual saving of the game is pretty shitty. So it saves you can only save the game and I don't know if this was how that they originally worked cuz I don't remember what these games were like on the Super Nintendo. But you save on the password screen. So, like, when the password screen comes up, you hit save, and it says it's saving the game. It does not sh- tell you... Like, there's no option to load a game, though, when you, like, restart it. Uh You actually have to go to password, and then at the bottom, it says press X to load your saved game.
1: I mean, that's probably similar to how it was before. Or, like, they probably threw it in there, because there's gonna be passwords, and that's how they...
0: Well, I mean, the game has passwords, it's just... It's weird that they didn't just let you have save states because you don't use either of the trigger buttons. Like you used L1 and R1, but you don't use L2 and R2 or whatever they're called on the switch. So like, why not just let you hit one of them to do a, to save, like do a save state? Like it doesn't hurt anything rather than like having this weird thing buried in there. Like I started the game twice trying to figure out how to like load a saved game and I finally looked up the passcode for what I would have had done. And was getting ready to put that in when I saw the, hey, load your game this way. Okay, yeah. Um And, I mean, like, it could have totally been something that was there in 1993, and I just don't remember it, because it was almost 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, in 1993, you probably wrote down your or passcode. Over
0: 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, you probably wrote down the passcode to get to that point.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely would have back then, but it's just, I don't know. That is such a relic of a different time, like, like people just fucking save it. Especially for, like, something like that mini-boss, like... That is the sort of thing where I would do a save state before that. Um, and I would just keep doing it. Even after I beat him once, I would just keep reloading that save state to figure out how to fuck to actually get past him, like, consistently. Just, just for, like, peace of mind. <laughs> just so I know, like, when I play that game again, I know what to do to beat that son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> I just play the level again.
0: That level, that, that whole level is just shitty. Like, not, like, hard shitty, just, like, not fun shitty. Cause it's the one where, Um, parts of it, there are, there's, like, lightning balls that shoot across it, and then other parts just have the big tanks that take a lot of damage to kill them. So you're constantly having to, and, like, I know the pattern of it at this point, but it's a lot of dash jumping to get over the things, but not running too far ahead so that you run into one of the tanks before you're, like, ready to fight them. Yeah. Um, and, like, it's not, again, it's not hard, it's just one of those, like, I don't want to fucking play this level over and over again, it's not a good level. Probably because you suck. But I don't have any problems getting through that level. I have problems on the, on the mini-boss. The level is just not fun. Like, it's not good platforming.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've never played Mega Man X, so I really don't... Any of them? I, I've played X4...
0: Oh, right, that's what, like, you said that you played I, a Zero before, so... I, I,
1: I never really played much other th- Mega Man X games, like...
0: I think X4 was the first one on PlayStation, which would make yeah. sense. because I think it was 4, 5, and 6, I want to say, were PlayStation 1. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then seven and eight were PS two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure seven, eight are the two that people, nobody likes. Yeah. Or that are the ones that nobody likes. Sounds about right. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. It sounds like a show. It does. Um, and being a show, if you'd like to find more shows, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash one quest. You can find us at facebook.com slash one quest online or at one underscore quest on twitter and instagram our youtube channel is youtube.com slash one quest online and you can find all of our other podcasts on all of your favorite services like stitcher google play music itunes spotify iHeartRadio, or anywhere else that podcasts might be served and you can always email us social at one dash quest.com and that's going to do it Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode until then thanks for listening thanks guys bye see you